welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this is a show where we take a K-drama, we watch it two episodes at a time sometimes, and then we get together here every week to talk about it. Yeah, this week we are ready to talk about the final two episodes of season one of Hospital Playlist. Was that the hardest way to say it? Perhaps. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> We're finally ready for the finale. Maybe that's a little bit harder. We make, love alliteration here. Yeah, make it a tongue twister. Why not? Let's make things difficult. That's the motto of 2022, I think. <laughs> Let's make things difficult. Things aren't hard enough. <laughs> um, I'm so excited to finally be doing this because we talked a little bit. In a, a few, last week, I think we posted the episode last week, where we were like, mm, this year's been, so we have not been excited to talk about these episodes. By this point, I've watched them both three times. It's too many. It's been a month since I watched them at all. <laughs> the one time I watched them, and I had COVID when I watched them. Oh, a so, little bit loopy. Yeah, just kind of delirious, running on only a bit of sleep. Mm-hmm. So, you know... It, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. Yeah, this is going to be one of our most unique episodes, because it will be you explaining something you've seen so many times to me, and almost like a blind react on my end, <laughs> as if I've never seen it. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> Just happened. let me know if you get lost, and I will try and let you know if I'm making stuff up. <laughs> I will try not to, but genuinely sometimes I just don't remember things and I didn't write them down in a clear way. Yeah. I mean, that's how my memory is, is do I even remember this in a clear do I Do I know what I'm talking about ever is actually <laughs> how I live my life. Is actually where we want to get to today, so. <laughs> <laughs> now, can I tell you one thing that I thought was in a past episode and I've wanted to talk about for way too long? Yeah. It's a ridiculous thing to get caught up on, but my brain was just like, this is a thing we have to talk about. And it's HIPAA violations. <gasps> oh, no. I it was bound <laughs> to come up in this show. I don't know why... If we haven't talked about it before, I don't know why. Um, and I, HIPAA is, is HIPAA universal? I want to start I with- I don't think so. Okay, so- But so we should explain ourselves. Yeah, there's got to be something. Okay, you go and then we, we can go further into it. Okay, I'll take the boring part of explaining that HIPAA is the laws, the privacy protection laws for patients in a hospital. Do they I think that's it. Do they apply to Korea? Is that all hospitals? I, I guess not. I guess you can just go to a <laughs> hospital in Korea, start videotaping the nurse saying, this patient needs his enema at 3 p.m. And then just like post that to the internet. Yeah, with that patient's face and maybe name. I can't remember if both of those were in it. I remember thinking the video was very sweet. But it's not so, so. This is fictional. This is fiction for us. For her, in her fiction world that exists for her, real people with real medical conditions. And 
That's she's gonna get her mom fired. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. You there was a storyline one episode ago about a guy being too embarrassed to get a medical treatment. He was like, I'm not getting that done. That's embarrassing. And it took a doctor getting on his knees and being like, please get this done. I will be fired if you don't survive just because you were a little shy about something that we do every day. Like, the doctors and nurses here will not judge you for getting this procedure done. Nothing here is embarrassing. And no one else will know. Yeah, no one else will know. It's different when you walk outside the hospital and you're like, this guy's getting this thing done. That's... People might judge. Yeah, it also fully sets uh, precedence... Precedence isn't the right word. It sets the idea in people's heads that their information isn't private, and then they might not Mm -hmm. seek medical help because they saw on YouTube that this guy had a really embarrassing procedure explained to him by a nurse who's... And all of their faces are there. (laughs) It's... It just made me cringe. I was like... (laughs) And that was... Like you said, it was pretty sweet. It was a nice enough video. Like, me being... I guess the freaking HIPAA monster was like, I cannot get past all the violations that are in this video. But it's hard when that is the climax of the story of this little girl having a brain tumor, where they're like, here's a really scary thing. This girl is having vision problems. She hasn't had her period yet. And you, it all comes to the head that she's got a brain tumor. And you see the mom and the daughter, like, holding hands and being scared together. And then they're like, she's fine. She just wanted to make a cute video for her mom. (laughs) What a storyline. Yeah, that's the storyline? No. Don't do that. It was a wild ride to get to the the end of that storyline that was just, uh. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like, all that buildup just to be like, uh. But illegal. <laughs> um. Yes, that was problematic at best. Yeah, I've uh, been going through HIPAA training for my job. I don't work in the medical field, but that's how prevalent HIPAA is. Is that if you handle data that could potentially be medical, then you have to go through HIPAA training. And I can't believe I didn't even think of that. I guess. That's what happens when it's been a month since you watch the show. But also, yes, that is buck wild that she just got to violate that. And I'm the most tertiary person within the medical field. <laughs> and I'm, I'm <laughs> over here stressing about my freaking privacy and HIPAA stuff. Yeah. Okay. okay, kiddo. It's, yeah, it's not something that mattered. But it's something that I cared about, and that felt like the epitome of play on K. Yeah. <laughs> Care about something that isn't part of the main storyline is just peak play on K. Just absolute play on K. Wow, you got real close to the mic to come over here and cry. That's fun. <laughs> That's fun. Can you go to bed? Um, If we're talking about problematic, can we also just give a little bit of a problematic award to the family who is like, 
our son here needs a liver transplant and we want to give that to him. And then the second he left the room, they were like, we think you should do it. We think the wife should do it. That's going to be who it is. That was so wild that they waited for him to exit the room and then immediately began to peer pressure his wife into going through a medical procedure. Can you remind me too, because both he and both of both of the parents didn't want her to go through it because she needed to be there for their son who is deaf, correct? Mm-hmm. And so that's an impossible situation for her where she has a child who has needs that not everyone can meet and it is the little boy who is in every K-drama who will grow up to uh-huh. play the younger version of every male lead and then eventually will become a male lead himself, I am sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> that boy's in everything. Yeah. Name name a show with a child. He is that child. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. So and cute. I love that he was that that storyline continued in the background for the full two episodes. They did a super good job with the slow rollout of information in that episode. I was really, really impressed with how they built out that information that he was mm-hmm. deaf, and that was the reason. Because at first, you think that maybe she low key. Is in maybe, I don't know, a marriage she doesn't want to be. No, that is not so. She loves her husband. And then you think, oh, they're just both on the same page of not really feeling comfortable with her going through the procedure. True, but look a little deeper. They did such a good job with that. I really liked it. I appreciated like that even the first time you see her being really uncomfortable with it, it never felt to me like she just didn't want to do it. Yeah. Or felt weird about the marriage. It was just, I felt like she loved her husband and just didn't want to give him her liver. Yeah, which is totally a thing because it's her liver, her body, her choice. Yeah. I don't know if you need to cut that. That's what it felt like to me. I don't know. I don't think it felt representative of their love or representative of her responsibilities outside of their love. It just felt like a decision that she had made and was like, I don't know if I'll survive this. And that scares me. And if we can get him the help that will save his life outside of me, then that's what we should try first. Yeah. Because... And I thought that was so well done. It And Leah June, of course, freaking God over there was like, yeah, I'm in full support of this. Yes. Oh, he is my... They're all kind of my favorite because they're all fantastic. I... Mm-hmm. We definitely have talked about it multiple times. The journey of going from me thinking Leah June might be a little overrated to also being Leah June's biggest fan has been... (laughs) It's the course of this us doing this season of Hospital Playlist, where I just went on a pretty quick journey. I think it's been the last three episodes that I've made it clear that I love him so much, but... 
they just did such a good job with his character. They did. Oh my god. And we finally got his confession. Yes. Ah, How did you feel about it? Because you were team maybe they shouldn't confess. Yep. Full turnaround. Full turnaround on all fronts. Um, (laughs) I loved his confession that it he put it out there in the very vague way that only Koreans can do. (laughs) And and I had a full turnaround with uh, Auntie Hong. They showed a full montage of his and Che Sung-hwa's relationship and me, the person who was fully on board their ship, episode one. I was like, get this off my screen. We could have saved five minutes of this two-hour episode without this, and I I don't need this. Yeah, I wanted nothing to do with it as well. Yes, thank you. I'm glad we brought up Chi Hong. We could make this the Chi Hong roast episode. (laughs) Because it starts... He starts bad. He starts the last episode by saying, I'm gonna leave my job and follow you to Sokcho. No one asked you to do that, sir. Don't do that. Like, Consider it for the woman who says she loves you. Do not even put that on your radar for the woman who has rejected you multiple times. Yeah, that, I mean, we already have a couple who is an established couple who, when an opportunity presented itself for the woman in the relationship that she needed to take for herself and her career, she took it. With the full support and not weird puppy dog following of her boyfriend. And he is... A very stable boyfriend. Yeah. And this is someone who has not only turned you down, but within this episode has made it clear that it does make her uncomfortable the way that you aren't letting this go. Mm -hmm. And asked you to please stop making this uncomfortable and expressed an issue with even eating with you because you can't control yourself and have to bring up how much you care for her all the time. It's too much, bud. And you can't ruin your career to follow her. It it would be weird and stalkerish enough if you were established in your career enough to swing it and say, I'm going to transfer to your hospital it would obviously be so much... I don't know. It's It feels stalkerish the more we talk about it. It's scary. <laughs> it's scary. And they, it just... It's that thing where it's... You just want to scream, listen to her when she speaks. Just mm-hmm. listen to her. Don't just say, I hear you, but this is what I want. Actually hear what she wants. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't need him to open the letter from her, which was an amazing representation of their relationship, showing these flashbacks of him doing these wonderfully normal, nice things, not stalkerish, very uh, cordial pursuit of this woman where he brings her flowers and he confesses his liking for her and is... Very cute. I didn't care to re-see it. 
but her letter to him is like, be a good neurosurgeon, don't overthink it, have a good day, goodbye forever. <laughs> like, the perfect representation of a boss's l- goodbye letter, like a uh-huh. reference letter, pretty much. Uh-huh. Uh, it's what we needed from that. <laughs> I need him to understand that she's not on the same page. Yeah. She wasn't leading him on at any point in time. She was always very clear, and he was hearing what he wanted to hear. And yes, I guess backtracking to the original point of our our man's confession being a very good one, where it was, mm-hmm. I mean, it was subtle, but it was also, she knew what he meant, but he didn't, I don't know, he didn't step on any toes. Yeah, or pressure her for an answer right there. Yeah. He knew it would be a shock at, at best, and um, an uncomfortable shock, I guess, at worst. I don't know. Uh-huh. But either way, he wanted to give her the chance to sit with it. Yeah, especially before he flew to South America? Sure. I don't, to <laughs> wherever his conference is yes. for ten days. <laughs> and she bounced to another hospital for the next year. Is it a year that she's going to be away? Oh, I think that's right. I wonder when the next season will start. It would be cool if it was with her coming back, because I actually want them to be in the same hospital again. It seems a little bit unfair to take that away from us and then say, here's season two. They're all separated again. Uh Uh-huh. And I feel like some of the less interesting stories will have moved along so much further mm-hmm. within a year where I am curious what's going to happen with Young Suk Young. Young? Young Suk Young. Gosh, <laughs> that name is so hard for me to say. It's a tricky one. Dr. Young and his love life. I feel like they tried to make his career interesting. I don't know if any of us thought for any length of time that he would take over his father's company. No. It was so unthinkable for me that when... Shoot, who was it that was kind of pushing him to to take it? Was it... I think it was Kim... Kim Joon-won? Kim Joon-won. Yeah. And it was annoying that he was doing that because it just... (laughs) made the opposite of sense. Why, just to... And I believe the reasoning reasoning being, why wouldn't you want to just be a CEO? <laughs> why, do what? you? Why did you do... Why did you be a doctor if what you wanted was <laughs> CEO? Why didn't you go do CEO? I get being, like, saying I want people to call me Mr. Chairman and live the life that I see in K-dramas and movies where you're weighted on hand and foot and everybody around you is, like, tiptoeing. I don't know. It seems fun. But you're a real-life adult man who knows that's not what being CEO is like, right? Yeah. So you just, you think the title is cool? Like, a good time? Or... Uh, I just, it's also just bizarre to want that for your economy. Right. No, I don't want some doctor just taking over a massive company and being like, well, my dad did it, so I could probably... <laughs> but 
I could do this. I can do this. I've never been a businessman. I'm a doctor by trade, but I should dip my toes in business, I think. What is a finance? And if, it, if I don't like it, I'll just go back to doctoring. No. <laughs> you can't just treat careers like that. That's insane. Yeah, I'm all for the do what you love, try something new. If you're ready for a change, change. I am not for the go to school to do one thing that you actually seem to act want to be doing, but just change because the opportunity said, hey... <laughs> I'm not even fine with that. Like, that's for some reason okay with me. Just don't put other people's livelihoods on the line Mm -hmm. by being the boss of everyone. Yeah, because you you can change careers and go to the bottom of some other company. Right. You cannot go to the top. You can't just one day decide that you're capable of running a company and then. Run it into the ground, and people, other people do matter. What a fucking trip. Sorry. <laughs> do we swear on this? I forgot. It's been a while. I think we do. I think we, I think you do. Okay. I, I generally do. don't. Yeah. I do, I do say a swear here and there. Yes, she does. Sam, she was. <laughs> Is that a Dr. Seuss book? Um, I think you made that up. You're the new Dr. Seuss. This is my new career. I'm (laughs) going to be Dr. Seuss because my father, Mr. Seuss, before me, gave me the company. (laughs) Just going to give up the life I had and start rhyming. It's time. Um, sorry. This was a tirade. I don't think I even ever finished my thought. I think it was a very lame ending for this show. To end with Dr. Yang blowing off Minha and answering the phone to his ex-wife. Yeah, I'm I'm just... I'm curious, but I'm not on pins and needles. Yeah, I feel like it wasn't out of left field, right? They hinted that he still loves his wife or that that could be a storyline, which I can appreciate. That they didn't... They planted the seeds before they decided to create this storyline, which is very good, because otherwise I would have been furious if they had said, yeah, he was married once, dot, 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 final episode, hello, wife? Uh-huh. Not good. That would that would not be good. Yeah. But, as it were, I just, like I said, I'm curious, but she's not a character that we know. All we know is that he married her, he loved her. He, she couldn't live up to the pressure of being married into his family, was my impression, and asked for a divorce very politely. And so they did that, and he's still kind of caught up on her, which is fine. But it's just, I don't know, it's such a weird thing to call after homeboy's dad dies. Yeah. And he's set to inherit the company. It like, feels Is she going to ask for money? Which he didn't describe her as the kind of person who would, but is she going to get asked to get back together? Which might be fine, but I have no investment in. I have some investment in Minha. She's adorable. Yeah, we But like they're her. giving me nothing there. So I'm curious if they will be the next will-they-won't-they couple since 
um, I could use some help with names. <laughs> um, Jungwon and oh, Gyuwol. I got there. Oh, Jungwon. Okay, okay, okay. On Jungwon. Yes, and Gyuwol are a thing now, which w- I liked, uh, but something that I distinctly remember them doing. Correct me if I'm wrong. They just hid a bunch of that storyline from us until the final episode, which I feel like is cheating, right? Is that (laughs) cheating? Because it feels like cheating to play the will-they-won't-they card and have us be feeling not necessarily one way. We kind of knew they'd end up together, right? Mm -hmm. But the whole time... To sow these seeds of doubt, I'm using the seeds metaphor again. They're sowing these seeds of doubt that he actually has any feelings for her. And then in the last episode, they say, no, no, no. The whole time, he was practically head over heels for her. He was outside the hospital room when she was sick. He was losing his mind. He had discussed with <laughs> Song Hwa already that he was gonna pursue a relationship instead of going into the clergy. They got so far, and then in that those last minutes, they said, oh, by the way. This is this has been happening. I personally, I liked it. I thought it would have been almost distracting to have this storyline where he's pursuing leaving the hospital he's gonna go join the clergy and then there's this constant back and forth of if he's gonna choose love i like that it was almost in the back of your mind where you want it you want him to choose love but you know it's not gonna happen he's all set up he's told his mom a thousand times that he's leaving He's turned in his resignation letter. Everything is set for him to leave. And then they hit you with, no, he's not going to leave. I liked that so much better than them potentially muddying the waters with, yeah, he's all set up to leave, but what if he likes this girl enough to not? But yeah, he's turning in his resignation letter right here, but also he's outside her hospital room door. I think it would have, for me, been too messy. Yeah, that's fair. I I think I just like... I've watched one too many crime procedurals where I like <laughs> the clues. And then there's the crime procedurals uh-huh. that spend the entire time leading you to think one thing. And then they say, never mind, all of these other things happened. And you never could have guessed it. Because we... Uh, hid it from you intentionally not not giving you the truth plus some to redirect your thoughts or whatever right which is to say this is not their their romance is not a crime procedural so maybe it's a terrible equivalent but yeah i the monster inside of me that wants to guess the ending all the time wants the story even if it is incomplete or if there are redirects or red herrings or something that they cause us to focus on i don't want hidden clues until the end that's fair i'm getting on your page especially thinking back on how long each episode was (laughs) if you're gonna make each episode an hour and 26 minutes add in that three or four more minutes 
make it an even 90 minute show and show us um on Jungwon being a little bit obsessed with Gyul. Make yeah. it happen. But then in, maybe the doubt being that he feels he made his choice and she's or moved on. Or he feels on. she doesn't feel the same way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah. And mm. then she comes in and confesses and he says something along the lines of, I didn't know you were going to confess, but I already canceled my resignation or what a, kind of that thing where he made the choice without knowing for sure that it would lead to her, but because it was the right choice for him, because he was having doubts or whatever. I've rewritten everything. Hi, I welcome know, to Play on K. It. I've rewritten this ending for Gyul and Jung Won, and in it, there is no crime, it- <laughs> but it's a little bit like crime. <laughs> and they both confess at the same time. They both set up a big elaborate confession and then they just have a good old laugh at each other confessing. And for being oh. big dumb idiots for so long. But now they're together so they can smile about it. Can we, if we're just rewriting, can we also redirect the scene where they kiss? It was not comfy, was it? It was not comfy for me. <laughs> I felt like... She hated that, which I think, like, talking myself into it, I think maybe it was very much a good representation of your longtime dream crush, the person you never thought you would even talk to, and now somehow they're kissing you. That's maybe how you would react. Yes. But at the same time, watching it, I was like, Ugh, she's dying. Yeah. She's so uncomfortable. She didn't, she wasn't feeling great. And I agree that it was uncomfy. I talked myself into it, out of it. I don't know. I don't know what I talked myself into or out of. But my thought was that she, I mean, she went in there to confess with just an absolute foundation of belief, just a sturdy foundation of belief. That he had no interest in her because she had shot her shot. She had shooted her shot. (laughs) She had shot her foot. Into her mouth. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Because he said no a while back. She said, hey, let's go out to eat. I'm interested in you. And she was nervous then. But there was at least the hope that maybe it would lead to something. And he said, nah, dog. And then he quit his job. And got ready to join the clergy. And literally, that's as far as she knew up to that point. So she comes in here with a confession and absolutely no expectation, which I think is just the absolute ripest concoction for an absolute fucking panic attack. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I was at, is she is having a panic attack. Maybe not the time to kiss her, but that's why she's reacting how she is. But it's not maybe the time to kiss her, but I guess this is the surest way to let her know that the reason she's having a panic attack is not a reason anymore. Yeah. Who knows? I don't, so. Let's, okay, if we're cutting out on Chi Hung's flashback scenes, which we are, absolutely, (laughs) we're going to pour that four minutes into this scene 
where he hugs her. He says, you don't have to cry. I'm not leaving. I like you too. He gives her a good minute or so to compose herself and say what's happening. And then they kiss in a romantic way. We've rewritten it. It's better now. (laughs) There's no crime and no one's having a panic attack while they're kissing. So, two things that we really needed to happen. (laughs) They're here. We've done it. Can we... Can we talk about a perfect scene that was unrewritable? And I don't even know one of the characters' names because I'm awful. But it's the doctor who works really closely with Kim Joon-won and Kim Joon-won. They're sitting outside. They're chatting. And um, the doctor... Oh, Jayhawk. I wrote down his name. Oh. Jayhawk says, I'm nervous. I don't know how to be a doctor. There's so many decisions that you have to make, and they're all life or death. I don't know what to do if I get into a situation where I'm overwhelmed. And Junwan says, you ask me. And that, ugh, I'm crying over that. Yeah, that was one of the most precious moments. Their entire story arc of going from a fearful mentee to a kind of a buddy-buddy, mentor-mentee type situation. You know, let's say it. Father-son. Father-son relationship. (laughs) And that moment of a... Without saying it in the same words, I'll always be here for you, is beautiful and wholesome and everything we needed from the growth of this relationship. And it doesn't even end there. Mm-mm. Because then they turn around and Junwan needs advice, and he gets the best advice. I think this is starting to be a slightly more trendy pattern in K-dramas. We're starting to see it more where communication is actually recommended for good relationships. So I won't say this is a first, but it's so momentous when he says, I'm overthinking this thing with my girlfriend. And Jayhawk says, okay, then just ask her what she wants. That's what you do, bud. (laughs) She's a person with opinions. And if you ask about them, she'll probably tell you. I love it. I love it. So good. He's a good man. Jayhawk is a good man. Oh, I love those two. I loved that scene. No notes. No notes. No notes. No rewrites. <laughs> you did. They were perfect. They did perfect. And the only thing I hated was the weird cliffhanger that we got with Junwon getting the rings returned in the mail and being utterly crushed. Like, yeah. bud, that's how mail works sometimes. I don't think your girlfriend's going to care that much. Yeah. And I certainly think that she's a mature enough adult that she would just call you and probably yell at you, but still tell you, hey, <laughs> I didn't like this. Or, well, I I was under the impression he finally called her and said, hey, I got us rings. Do you want it? I hope he did that. I, I guess they so. didn't show it. They kept it pretty up in the air because I thought it was... It could be along the lines. I don't remember the scene exactly. I may have made this up. Uh, but I thought it was along the lines of, I got you something. Can I 
give it to you instead of straight up saying I got you a ring, which is... I mean, if we're being honest, if maybe he didn't ever really have to ask, because I do think she has specifically said no rings, because she's uncomfortable with everything they symbolize. That's the point of the scene with Jayhawk. I thought he understood the assignment. Yeah. That's all you were supposed to do is call her and say, hey, so I got us rings. They're important to me, but if it's something that you are not ready for or you really don't want, I hear you and I will return them. But if you're ready for it, if this relationship feels different to you and special enough that you will support me in wearing these, then I'll send one to you. Yeah, that would have been a really good conversation for us to see. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe show us that. They will in season Um, two, I'm sure. (laughs) Because, yeah, now we're left hanging with, did that conversation happen? I just assumed it did, because why else would you have that nice conversation with Jayhawk and then not follow his advice? And then send the ring and be sad when it got returned. I don't understand. Yeah. Okay, rewrites after that conversation. We yes. see that conver- we see the conversation that they had a conversation about, right? Yes. Boom, rewritten. Boom, rewritten. And then the- they have the conversation on the phone where he says, I've checked the address three times. It's not going to go to the wrong place. And then the ring gets returned. He puts his head in his hand. And five minutes later, we get a little little haha scene where Iksun is yelling at him, like, yeah, I told you nine times that the address always gets wrong. Things always get returned to sender. You silly, silly man. You I want my silly. ring. Have you ever... She's in the US, right? Like, has he heard of the US Postal Service? <laughs> like, I love them. But sometimes things get lost in the mail. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. Just, it's gonna be okay. You've got the package. It wasn't lost. You just gotta figure out the address and send it again. (laughs) If you had the conversation. If you had the conversation. Are we having the conversation? That's my question now. (laughs) I don't think it's appropriate to end this show with Junwon putting his head in his hands and being sad that the box was returned. We have too many questions, and they're not important enough. I genuinely, the cliffhangers on this show, (laughs) I could never watch season two, and I would forget all about the ending. I would remember the good times. I would remember the bad times. I would not remember the cliffhanger. No, they definitely wrote this with the intention of having a second season, and I think we wondered if they would, because we didn't know if the intention was to have a second season, or if it was supposed to be one season, then they said, uh, roll that tape back, it did so well! Mm-hmm. So... Absolutely, they went into this going, we're having at least two seasons, so we're writing, I don't know, we're writing nothing to a finale. And that's it. And that's that's all she wrote. Because, yeah, I the only person whose ending we haven't really talked about, and I just don't even know what to say because it was such a there's going to be a second season ending also. Top two there's going to be a second s- season endings were uh, Junwon, as as we just described, and Sanghwa. Mm-hmm. Those were the two, well, I mean, honestly, all of them, right? 
pretty much Honestly, the only- all of them a little bit. Yeah, I I guess the only person who, if they ended it the way they ended it, and they said that's it, and I, if I were to say okay on any of them, it would probably be Jung Won. Yeah, on Jung Won, they wrapped it up. They gave him a girlfriend. That's all we need, I guess. But I guess. <laughs> we know where his career's going. We know where his love life's going. I they wrapped it up. Yeah. Was director Joe even in this last episode? If, I'm sure he was, but I don't remember how in what capacity. That is a crime. Yeah. This is criminal. There has been crime. There has been a crime committed. I need more director Joe and Rosa. And yeah. they knew that. I mean, we got her crisis of finding out that her son is gonna bounce pretty much no matter what. Psych, mom, your plan worked. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's pretty mm, much it. Like them going and getting stuff. food. Yeah. Give her a, give her stuff. Give her a life now. We don't need anything else about her now. son. Yeah, because young Suk Young, his mom is also forming a friendship with director Joe and Rosa. Yes. And I love that. I'm fully invested in the three of them and their friendship. Yeah, they should go on adventures. Should we watch? Should there be a spinoff series? If Hospital Playlist 2 isn't just about them, then why are we watching Hospital Playlist 2? (laughs) They have to be more of the show, at least. It doesn't have to be entirely about the parents this time around, but it could be. But it does have to be at least 30%. Yep, and so help me God, if any of them die, I will burn this show to the ground. Nobody can die in Hospital Playlist <laughs> Season 2. Just kidding. People are dying all the time. Maybe Do no remember? more kids. Yeah, we gotta get out of this baby ward and the pediatrics ward. They had a scene in this last episode where a mom lost her baby and all the other moms are waiting outside in line. I was broken. Oh, yes. I do remember crying very hard, which was nice because it broke up all the congestion in my head. (laughs) (laughs) It came back. But at the time, I could breathe after I couldn't breathe because I was crying so hard. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It was beautifully done. I will give them that. It was heartbreaking, but what an interesting way to do that mini storyline where everything's really busy, you don't really expect it or see it coming, it's really difficult, and then you see it from the point of view of like these angry, frustrated, uncomfortable pregnant women who who have been waiting in line to a really long time to a bunch of expecting mothers who know that the discomfort that they've just experienced is nothing compared to the person who's in the room. Like I'm tearing up just even thinking about it. I don't know if I can even talk about it. It makes me so unbelievably sad. And I love this show, like mad respect for, I I (laughs) guess, just not pulling any punches. But dang, if you could hold, hold back just a little bit. Yeah. They did give us the parents who had the little baby outfit that they were putting on their son who had heart surgery. Yes. And they they brought that one back. They were like, he's okay, guys. 
Thank you. Thank for you. For once. I did, moment of solace. I mean, they already had me crying over it. You know, they already got mm-hmm. me, but at least they yeah. brought it back, I guess. Yeah. But wow. Ugh, this shows emotions. I I don't know. I don't know if I can handle season two yet. I mean, it's been so long for me that I, in my heart and mind, I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Let's go. Hurt me. I'm ready to be hurt again. I wasn't for a really long time. Hints, 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 <laughs> hints, hints. M- me, both of us not having recorded an episode for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Getting back into it. Getting back into it. We need something a little more lighthearted. And I'm hoping that the first two episodes of Hospital Playlist to season two treat us right. Yep. I, my greatest hope is that I somehow, against all of the odds, know any of the songs that they play in any of the episodes in Hospital Playlist 2. Right? Let's, let's take it to the 2000s K-pop. Okay. Okay. Maybe post two thousand fifteen, even <laughs> if we're if we're making requests, might as well. Yeah, go big. It took us a while to really, you know, l- learn what was going on there. I'm I regret it. I would love to have the nostalgia value on some of that older K-pop. I just, you know, I don't, and that's my problem. I would like to. I would like yeah. to. Yeah. So, so we're just putting in a few requests, just rewrite a little tiny, tiny bit of the finale of season one, and then throw in some, a little bit more modern music. Yeah. Just season two. Slightly. They play, like, Nilly Mambo. <laughs> <laughs> we're ready for it. <laughs> oh, mm. I think that's it for me. That's, like, all the notes I have. Yeah, I think that's it for me, and um, we're not doing a bonus for season one, because you you can't do a bonus on stuff on a show where there's already episodes out that you haven't seen, if that makes sense. Um, oh, yeah. So... If we try to look any fun facts up... We will get spoilers for season two, is what we're saying. Yes. And we're not about that. No, we like to come into this without knowing things about it. It's a lot more fun that way. So, So, we're gonna go. I think we've closed down our Patreon for a while, so don't worry about that. (laughs) But if you want to visit our website, it's playonk.com. We've got a bunch of fun things there that you can find. It is my greatest hope that through uh, these last very hard months. I've grown as a person, and I will email back if you send us an email at playonkate at gmail.com. Sorry, at playonkpodcast at gmail.com. There it is. If you listened long enough, you'll get the email address right. (laughs) Someone, like, turned it off as soon as I said, great, I know exactly what I'm emailing them. (laughs) Please email us your well wishes and let us know if you still like us after we didn't post a few episodes. Or email anyone back or anything. Um... (laughs) Sorry again. Sorry again. We love you for we being do. here. Um, even if you don't still love us, we love you for ever having been here. And we really appreciate your support and any emails that you have to send. 
And we also are on social media. So if you want to talk to us there, Emily we'll sometimes checks on there. that. Yeah. We'll get back on there, too. We're Play on K Podcast on Instagram and at Play on K on Twitter. Yeah. And then finally, where you really can get the most of us and the best of us is just listening to our podcast wherever you enjoy streaming it. It We're on a bunch of platforms, iTunes, Spotify, um, the works, and on most of those platforms, you can do some uh, combination of rate, review, and subscribe. And doing any of those things really helps us. It helps other K-Drama podcast listeners find us. And now that we'll be consistent, hopefully they want to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next week with the first two episodes of Hospital Playlist Season 2. Get your tissues. What's up? (laughs) K-bye. K-bye.